0: Welcome to Primary Attribute. We're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM and I use they, them pronouns.
1: Hey, my name is Adam. I play as Vaughns. He's the furry fox folk fellow. Uh, we both use he, him pronouns, and Vaughns is very freaked out right now.
2: Uh, I'm Erin. I play Aracene. I use she and they pronouns. Aracene uses she, her exclusively. Um, Aracene's mostly just, like, worried about what's going on with everyone else. Less so herself.
3: I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the wizard halfling. I am, uh, my, my pronouns and her pronouns are the same. She, her. And uh, Wealthy is probably going to regret everything that's happening tonight in the morning.
4: And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the cobalt illusionist slash mechanic. And uh, we both use he, him pronouns. And right now Grix is uh, ready for a scrap.
0: How confusing.
4: <laughs> Green.
0: Are, are you going to fight the general feelings of alarm?
4: <laughs> no, the, the evil the bad we incursion. Don't
2: get involved in that shit usually. <laughs> I, it kind of makes sense to me. Well, yeah,
1: but we you y'all
0: know, are at least two to three neighborhoods away.
2: <laughs> Grix's
1: whole thing is that, well, he he works on maintaining the whole infrastructure of everything, right? So anything attacking that, he's gonna feel a little bit aggressive towards. <laughs> that makes Probably. sense. Uh huh.
0: To orient all of you listeners, why don't we do our recap?
4: Sure. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. <laughs> I have my moments.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: Recappa cappa
3: cappa.
2: So we all agreed that if you haven't if if you're if you're still confused after my recap, you should probably go back and re listen to the last episode because a lot of shit happened. Like, a lot of shit happened.
1: <laughs> I mean, do that anyway. I'm sure we have advertisers by now. So, uh, you know, get yourself a mattress or an Audible or whatever. you and...
0: Given all the feelings of the last episode, therapy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, so first, Grix discovered that the Ruladrin distillery permit was signed by someone higher up than usual for that sort of permit. Then, everyone went out on the town. At the dumpster, Vons tried to convince Wealthy that the alley rats are trying to get him to do organized crime. Wealthy was less than convinced about organized crime, but was fully convinced that beer was the best thing going that night, getting immediately sloshed. Soon after, <laughs> Alara found them and encouraged them to join her in going to the Gwendoly to meet up with Green and Griggs. Ericene, Tilia, and Jaspar arrived at the Gwendoly to find Fotios working the door, as Ericene had been hoping. After finding out that Ruladrin was unavailable at the Gwendoly that night, Ericene began drinking just, you know, something with her friends. Jaspar recognized the gnomish man he hoped not to meet at the Gwendoly, and Ericene and Tilia immediately teased him into revealing the man's name is Curiosity. Grix and Green arrived and joined in the teasing of Jasper, then Vaughn's Wealthy, and Alara arrived to much fanfare, with Wealthy climbing up on the bar to spot the rest of her friends, and Esmeralda the bartender uh, yelling at her to get down. Drunk Wealthy could not stop telling Ericene how pretty she is, right up until Ericene left to buy another round, with a detour to talk to Photios first. Ericene asked Photios to be the muscle for her when she went to meet Richard Stanton he noted that she probably doesn't have anything to worry about because she's rich and known, but he'll go with her if she wants. Vons overheard Arisene and Photios, then went back to have the same conversation about the Alley Rats and Richard Stanton with Grix that he had previously had to uh, not very uh, satisfying results with uh, Arisene and Wealthy. Grix was the first of his friends to share his concerns about organized crime, though, so he's got one guy in his corner. Just as (laughs) Ericene came back to the table with the next round to find wealthy crying into Tilia's shoulder about how Ericene will never notice her, bells began to sound throughout the city, signaling the imminent approach of a shadow storm and a cliffhanger.
0: I like the name
1: Shadowstorm. (laughs) That was actually a lot faster than i thought it would be yeah that was pretty succinct good job it felt really really quick
2: i mean compared to compared to the time that i you know sang a parody song that was so long <laughs> true <laughs> well don't read but the I... comments
1: on either but i thought it was uh i thought it was pretty solid right so death alarms <laughs>
2: tell <Yes>. us everything <laughs> yeah. you know about how these are. Uh how the storms work
0: didn't I tell you offline this is a test you have to tell me everything back (laughs) no Um, All right. so for the last moment of last time you all heard a bunch of bells very shortly interrupted by a boom of thunder that echoed through all of the tunnels and got back to the warrants pretty loud um, which is mildly alarming but not unheard of so I see what you did there (laughs) So, these are the storms I mentioned at the start of the podcast where the Corruption attacks the city. (laughs) They finally showed up. So, um, the deal with this is that the Corruption does not like sunlight, or to a lesser extent moon and starlight, and so waits for some sort of heavy cover, usually a storm, because the mountain does not fly high enough to be above all of those, because you all like things like breathable amounts of air and rain. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I see how being trapped inside of a giant rock helps these situations. (laughs) Yeah, you're... Remember
0: that the city you live in started as a military port that was designed to be defended pretty heartily against sieges, so... Alright. You don't usually build stuff into the side of a mountain for offensive purposes. The bells are the sign that the storm has been spotted, it's variable about how long it takes for you to actually reach the storm from when those bells go off. If it's you know clear day and daylight and all of that you can usually see them pretty far off but other times you kind of end up right on top of them pretty quickly. As far as what you do Well, first off, the guards ring the bells, then the guards hear those bells ring the bells. It goes in a network both through and around the edge of the mountain for all of the people, like Wealthy's parents, who live outside. And and, although they're on the other side of the mountain, which is good for them. Because presumably there are fewer people, and therefore they're less of a target. But so what happens once the bells ring is that all of the the outer doors close very quickly. Um, they only stay open long enough to let the guardians, which are the military force that defends the mountain during these situations, um, out. And to let anyone who is on the outside and hustles back in before they're closed. The doors between all of the neighborhoods also close. And those do not wait for anybody. They just close pretty much as soon as the guards hear it. If you're lucky, you have 60 seconds between when you first hear the bells and when that door is closed. And it's doors never... Do-
1: it has never taken me less than 60 seconds to get out of any bar
0: (laughs) the trick is getting out of the bar and several blocks away in 60 seconds yeah so
1: yeah and underground blocks no less yeah yeah
0: so once these doors are sealed you cannot get through unless you are tactically important in some sort of decision making capacity or you can get You can either have or get papers that will let you through, including at the time of the lockdown, special dispensation from the neighborhood's guard captain. That's really hard to get, and they usually won't even talk to you because they don't want to deal with a line of 50 people when they're trying to do more important things. But it has happened, and especially if you have pull, it can happen. Um, As far as what everyone does once they're locked in these neighborhoods... Um, because people will end up stranded outside of their home neighborhoods pretty regularly. That's kind of how being in a city is. There's a couple of different things that can happen. There's a cultural thing where it's kind of like being snowed in, as I understand it, from a place that did not have snow, but where you would extend um, some extra hospitality and you know space to crash on the floor and stuff to people that you don't necessarily know as well or wouldn't necessarily do that for otherwise. Some businesses will let you crash on their floor um, although a lot of them empty out because the guard patrols that are there in case anything gets through or to spot anything that sneaks through because those doors are not the only way in and out of the mountain. There's maintenance tunnels, there's ventilation. They're all pretty well sealed up and guarded and set up for situations like this, but they're a weaker point than the doors that literally fuse with the sides of the mountains when they're closed. So you crash there, yeah. but the businesses usually clear out. And then lastly, there are city-maintained um it's kind of hard to be a bunker when you're already inside a mountain, but close enough, basically rooms, everyone gets like a bunk and a footlocker and there's, you know, washrooms and you sit and wait there. And those are actually considered to be, by some people to be safer because there are guards posted directly outside of it rather than patrolling through the neighborhood. Um, and you are <sighs> okay. usually shooed pretty quickly from being on the street. Like they will be like, where are you going? If you do not have an answer, they will point you to the nearest place and make sure you start walking that direction. And some of the people that are on patrol and kind of watching the exits are the guardian people and the people that are kind of doing general patrols and making sure everyone gets to somewhere they can be relatively safe and behind an extra door or so, um, what the peaceminders end up doing. As far as getting around during the lockdown, besides getting um, through with special dispensation, which if you do that, you do get escorted to your destination as a part of, no, seriously, don't just make up an excuse to get through. And also, if something breaks in while this is happening, we want you to not die if you're important enough to be moved between neighborhoods right now. Um, But there are also the maintenance tunnels. Those get locked up by the patrols as they go past them. Um, But those are not complicated locks necessarily. Some of them are just, you know, hatches with kind of heavy duty latches on them. Some of them are doors with proper locks. And I imagine there are a few that are not particularly well sealed up. Because, again, the city was thrown together pretty fast, and you're in one of the oldest neighborhoods. So, with all of that...
1: Yeah, speaking of urine, um, this this whole like place being locked down as it is, how long do these lockdowns typically last? Have we seen them in the past?
0: Definitely. Um, it depends on how bad things get, uh, but usually it's... Kind of depends on how long it takes to pass through the storm, honestly. But I don't think you've ever been in one for like, very rarely would they extend beyond 12 hours. And usually they'd be like four to eight. Okay. Um, But that said, they probably keep things locked down for a while afterwards while they kind of sweep through and make sure there's nothing hiding on a ridge or in a little hole or whatever um, before they open everything back up. So
1: plan for 12 hours. And if it's less, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay so communally speaking just it's effectively a snow day for uh local businesses and whatever
0: yeah you're basically supposed to yeah you know go home and stay there and hang out and All try right, not to yeah. freak out too bad
1: i was a little worried that this could like go on for a while and everything starts smelling like a stadium bathroom after <sighs> a, a few days you know
0: No, they keep the ventilation open and keep crossbows trained on those ventilation shafts just in case. But the mountain has a bunch of passive ventilation that is not the doors between the neighborhoods.
1: Nice to know that we can breathe.
0: Yep, you can breathe. There are sewers. You were near them. Um, And basically in them at one point.
1: All right. Everybody inhale and exhale and pee to your heart's content.
2: (laughs) Um, Ian, I had thought that the it usually lasted longer is it like i don't know like once a like the storm of the century sort of a thing if it like lasts longer than a day
0: honestly not sure of when you're in the air how long it takes to pass through storms mm. especially because you guys have your own propulsion you're not just sitting still sure um, but
1: i imagine it that depends yeah mm
0: going to say, and it has to be some pretty dense parts of the storm. But yeah, I'm sure there have been lockdowns that have lasted for days, although they probably then kind of figure out, you know, okay, everyone who needs to go to the spires group up here and we'll take all of you at once and stuff like that.
2: I was just thinking because, like, it seemed... my I'm just thinking about Erosine's backstory and how I... I thought that it was like longer sort of lockdown when she was conceived you know that fateful that fateful weekend or whatever.
0: Um Erisene's almost a hundred. It could have definitely been the storm of the century.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's almost a hundred.
0: Save there are probably longer ones, but given that there should really hopefully be rain more than a couple times a year. I think there are also shorter ones, too. So on average, they only last so long. Um,
2: Fair enough. (laughs) Okay.
0: I will do more research on how long certain storms last later.
4: (laughs) You know what party elves call the 100th birthday, right?
1: The big, uh uh-oh. Oh, that's cute, though. It's like an adorable Oof. dad joke.
0: <laughs> we love you, it, and your dad jokes. Thanks. So the bells are going off, the alarms are going off. As you can imagine, pretty much everyone in the bar has, or a significant portion of them, have dropped their shit and are leaving, because this is going to be the time they make it to the doors.
1: <laughs> I mean, several of them Vons are drunk, wouldn't... which has
0: boosted their courage.
1: Vaughns has seen this and knows that he has a tail and doesn't particularly want to be near an entrance or exit at the moment. Uh, I don't think anybody with a tail would want that. I I think that it would be a more opportune time to start, like, looking around and, frankly, looting. Seeing if there's anything, like, of value that's worth, like, (laughs) just, you know. All the tips off the bar. Yeah, there's tips on the bar, there's, uh, like, Vaughn's isn't exactly a thief, but with this mentality going on, this feels like the safe thing to do.
2: No, no, he's not a thief, he's a looter. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I will note
0: that canonically, Esmeralda made every tip she was given disappear.
2: (laughs) That's true, (laughs) she did. She's very good at that.
1: Everyone needs hobbies uh, so, Why does making yeah. tips Disappear sound dirty somehow
2: Because <laughs> you're a pervert
1: I'll worry about that <laughs> later um, So yeah Vaughn's is probably just gonna like Hey Somebody left their drinks behind Sometimes I get the feeling Like Vons just has a funnel Inside of his coat That he just pours random shit into All the time
0: Yeah um, but yeah. yeah, Esmeralda basically gets from the bar and is like, all right, everybody out right now. I mean, relatively speaking, she doesn't really have to say that because lots of people are leaving anyway. But just a reminder for anyone who hasn't been there, we don't keep you here. Please gather oh. your things, make your way to the exit. Aww. Check your belongings. Um, that said, you're not required to leave like in the next 10 seconds. She's just... <laughs> <laughs> Please don't stay here and keep drinking. Please go to a shelter in place location.
1: Vance <laughs> is just going to wave his receipt for nachos and say, "I ordered some nachos" and then hide the nachos he already received behind himself.
2: They don't serve nachos at the Gwendolyn. You're thinking of the dumpster. Uh-huh.
1: Doesn't everybody serve nachos? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. This place is fancy. Or <laughs> They're probably going to get real suspicious when they realize this receipt came from the dumpster. <laughs> uh, that'll be awkward.
0: You hear some high-pitched, angry clicking from somewhere in the back,
1: followed by Esmeralda going, we don't serve nachos. <laughs> Why don't you serve nachos? You should totally be serving nachos. They're delicious.
2: <laughs> um, I go yell at Bonds.
1: So, hey, while well, you are yelling at
0: Bonds.
2: This oh, is not the time to, like, harass the waitstaff, buddy sorry I need to put my uh I need to put my Aracene voice on um this is not the time to be like harassing the wait staff buddy
0: <laughs> I enjoy that Aracene is using her care and powers for good
2: she does that sometimes we've seen her do that other times yeah.
1: and I
0: enjoy oh, it does. every time
1: yeah I, I feel like Aracene is uh is in appropriate alignment with the local culture regardless of the wealth that she's backed up by um
2: i'm basically a benevolent karen
1: so i i guess Vaughn's is just going to look annoyed maybe squint a little bit and uh kind of kind of bark back with that's ah, you know whatever we're just everybody's just like rushing that way anyway I'm not gonna get stomped on oh no
2: um
1: can I ride you or something this place is a mess uh, we're, we're, we're just trying not to get trampled over here so uh you know I mean, whatever's going on the
0: crowd has flowed around your table oh okay <laughs> keep in mind there are like 10 of you you present a pretty formidable obstacle and also there's a table in the middle <laughs>
1: Oh, Vaughn's is totally getting on that table and probably scooping up whatever vittles are uh remaining.
2: There aren't vittles here.
1: There's got to be vittles.
2: No, there's drinks. This is a this is a bar, not a bar and grill or a restaurant.
1: How do they not have a fryer in the back? They That's serve awful. food.
2: <laughs> they serve food? Yeah. It's is never
1: Maybe they got some tater tots or. Pointed a
2: menu. <laughs> oh no! They're, she knows what you're there they're for. They're the kind that would have just like hummus and like pitas or something.
1: Mm. Uh,
4: like
2: olives with the pits still in.
4: A charcuterie board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they make this really good tapenade out of beetles.
2: Exactly.
0: It's
1: Vaughn would to totally get into that.
0: Got to yeah. shell them first. It's a lot of work, but it's good. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Alright. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> as you all are having this uh
1: It's a panicked tiff. As as you kind of had this
0: conversation, um <laughs> pretty much everyone in the bar has emptied out except for Esmeralda, the uh who you the person you presume is the cook that comes out of the back, who is a seven foot tall, praying mantis looking creature with a very nicely perched, little chef's pa- like the paper folding hat you'd have at like a burger place, except it's made of cloth.
1: <laughs> Is this like what happens when a bug and a centaur get it on?
0: More buggy than that.
1: More buggy. I think than it's
0: that. the I think it's the four legs. And... Is it
4: like a thrycreen from the old D
0: I think thrycreen were a little more vertical. This this one does have like the kind of thorax with like two like um two pairs of legs on the ground and then has more humanish yep. arms, three fingers on the end, and then some really nasty-looking oh. blades that are uh, still, like, segmented arms, then some really nasty-looking blades that are currently folded back against, like, their forearms.
1: I mean, I see why that makes a good chef, though.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got good taste. Um, I think this one actually uses they. But anyway, yes. So that, and then your little crew of people... Alvin, May, Jasper, Tilya, Green, Alara are all still there. Um, Curiosity is still there and is kind of like trying to get closer to Jasper to talk to him, but also there are still some people filling out and you know, talking to people is hard. So um, yeah, that's pretty much who's left
2: yes, right vote. Vote. I'm well, guessing uh... Votios is still standing outside. I'm not
0: sure because he's you can't see him from this angle. That is a good guess. Um, presumably, he'd be one of the last people that left to like lock up and sure. make sure everything's secured.
4: Well, uh, should we uh, should we get out of here?
2: Yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I start like ushering people out.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: um, uh, I finished my drink.
2: I'm gonna like I'm gonna assign Tilia as the you know designated. Make sure the drunk people stay safe. Person.
1: Yeah. Alright. I am jumping from table to table, just scooping up whatever snacks I find.
0: (laughs) Alright, so you all start (laughs) heading towards the door.
3: I'm a little bit stumbly.
1: I'm adding that to my character sheet. Just. Bonds, make a dex
0: check to see how many (laughs) snacks you steal. Oh shit, my dice! (laughs) Hold on! I know we roll like 1.5 times every episode, but come on man I think as you're heading towards the door Fotios does duck in too, but I will wait until
1: Dex check is a d20 I've got dexterity I'm sure of it ooh, I rolled a 9, um, let's see here
0: plus your level, plus your dexterity modifier
1: so that'd be nine plus three, I believe. So twelve? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you steal like
0: two or three full dinners worth of snacks.
1: <laughs> hey. Calories um. for Vaughns? <laughs> when you live in a hole, you count these things.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
4: I'm thinking of like the post-apocalyptic survival video games where they uh they count the Give your food bars. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, curiosity catches up to your group, but specifically to Jasper. I don't know. I assume one of you listens in <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. doesn't just all, like walk away. <laughs>
4: uh, I think I was close I to them at we the last all bit. all just like stop.
0: <laughs>
2: get quiet.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: hey, Jasper. Do do you have somewhere to go? You can you can stay at my place and your friends. That's a lot of people, but you can do it. It's better than the bunk rooms, right? Jasper looks like he wants to implode.
2: <laughs> um, I so Fodio stayed behind, like fully stayed behind.
0: Um, yeah, I think you can see his like shoulder outside the door right now. He appears. To oh,
2: oh, I meant like so. I had the impression that we had all like left, and we're in this nope, street I now.
0: Made you take a really long time getting to the door. So. Oh, okay essentially yeah. blocking reasons like you that,
1: in, a, in a place where you're checking ID the door is always an hourglass point right mm-hmm.
0: yeah and some of this stuff can happen to, like as you're kind of appointing Tilia to her drunk people and like the yeah, yeah, yeah finally cleared up enough for curiosity to get close to you
1: yeah um, oh shit I forgot my phone I gotta go find my phone now
2: I'm gonna be like
4: I forgot my rat I gotta go find my rat yeah.
2: I'm like yeah that sounds great I- you're...
4: Oh, hi. What's your name?
2: I'm I'm Aristene. Hi, how are you?
0: Hi, good. I'm Curiosity, which I don't know if Jasper told you.
2: Oh, he mentioned that he uh knew someone around. Um cool. Nice to meet you.
0: Yeah. Nice to meet you too.
2: As we make our way through the door, uh I am gonna stop and uh ask Fodios like what he's up to like i don't know where he lives <laughs> I'm yeah guessing uh it's...
0: so you get out the door i mean probably around here somewhere but you get out the door but Photios is busy because he is holding what sure sounds and looks like a crying about nine-year-old girl <laughs> <laughs> oh no. why yeah who is having apparently just a very bad day um like actually like carrying her holding her because He's fucking like seven and a half feet tall in a Minotaur. Mm hmm. You know, 80, 90 pounds of kid is not a problem. Um, Aerosene's ovaries in,
2: explode.
0: <laughs> all <laughs> of you make intelligence oh, no. or wisdom <laughs> checks as you prefer.
2: Hey. Uh...
1: Heck yeah. Oh, oh shit. No. It was going to be a 15, but then it rolled over to the 5. Uh, But it is a primary attribute, so (laughs) 8 on a prime attribute. Cool. I got a
4: 24 with intelligence as a primary attribute.
0: Jesus.
2: (laughs) I know everything. You do. Holy crap. I got a 10 with intelligence as my prime attribute.
1: Is there anybody here who didn't take intelligence as a primary attribute? Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, cool!
0: I'm gonna say thir- three or four of you. I think it's a requirement of your class.
3: Twenty with primary, with, with uh, intelligence is my primary attribute.
0: But yeah, all right. So Fonz with his int, notices that this kid does looks human on top and not human on the bottom. Erosine, being slightly more aware, realizes that this kid has like hooves, basically, on the bottom half. So Avanta's realized this kid is not human on top and bottom, but is only human on top, give or take. Erosene, being slightly more observant, knows that this kid has hooves. It's wearing a very cute little dress. Wealthy and Grix. You actually put together what's going on fairly quickly, because you are smart and the kid also is you can a kid. See things. But yeah, it's a kid. Uh, you win. That was the whole thing. No. <laughs>
4: it's
2: Photios' kid?
4: Sorry, were you gonna say that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did I ruin your joke? No, that was good. <laughs> I don't lie. <laughs> um, so.
1: Grix feels yeah, shame as a free the... action. <laughs> yeah. Shame
0: is always a free action in the game's Iron. I would never make you take an action for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, a little kid, probably about nine. Editor's note Ian's real bad at judging kids' ages. So, you know, if I get shit wrong about how nine year olds act later, Roll with it.
1: <laughs> you don't see a lot of kids in the Seattle area.
3: That's not Everybody's true. kind of... You're, you're that thinking so that. Ominous. But
1: really, how many kids do you really see in Seattle?
3: <laughs> I'll tell you, I live in a com- condo complex in Linwood, and we, ver- we only rarely see children.
0: Yeah, so uh, top half human, brown hair, or black hair. Words are hard. Brown eyebrows, though, which is kind of impressive, which I think Grix gets a glance of because of his angle, if nothing else. Um, yeah, bottom half is, in fact, looks kind of Minotaur-esque. There's the tail with a little tuft at the end. There are the legs with the hooves, I believe, cloven. Oh. And, yeah, uh, she is also burying her chest, in t- or her chest, her face, into Photios' chest in a way that would imply a lot of familiarity And kind of whimpering, and he is whispering to her. Or just speaking softly to her. So, Grix gets it first, closely followed by Wealthy. If you had to guess, especially given that the fur color matches, this kid's definitely related to Photios in some way. And if you had to to put in a guess, they're probably,
1: yeah. Biologically connected in some way? Definitely, for sure. Yeah. Mm.
2: I'm like... I'm definitely gonna stop and make eye contact with everyone else being like move the fuck on if you know what is good for you.
0: (laughs) So if sees your fucking (laughs) military squad of (laughs) people
4: several of us armed.
0: So you got a battalion going on. And, And the kid seems to be calming down a little bit. Like it is clearly has gone from crying to kind of a,
3: you
0: know, choking, whimpering sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and he just kind of looks up and goes, I think probably looks at Arisane and goes, oh, hey. <laughs> hi. Uh, hi. I realize this is a lot. Uh, do you have, but do you all have, like, places to stay?
2: Um, My friend Jasper's friend Curiosity gave... Uh, told him, told us we could stay with him. But I mean, <laughs> if you need help, I can, you know, hang out for a bit.
0: Actually, that works pretty well. Can I walk with all of you? Uh, Curiosity is my across the hall neighbor, so that makes it easy.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, totally. Yeah. How convenient. That's the <laughs> um,
0: And Ian? I think.
2: No one told you life was going to be this way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as you all have kind of, you know, done this like break and kind of all bump into each other <laughs> moment, because I imagine not all of you picked up on move the fuck on message, especially given that it was delivered through eye contact with a group of people that were walking out a door.
4: <laughs> and low wisdom people like that. Yeah, it's um, true. <laughs> Derp.
2: does ericene have the oh highest Lord. wisdom what's your wisdom my wisdom is uh, 16
4: yes <laughs> I believe I didn't know any of us had above 10 I
2: still have I mean I have a plus t- like my modifier is a 2
1: I'm not sure any amount of wisdom is going to get Vaughn's over his complete lack of social skills
2: especially where it concerns ericene like especially where it concerns Aerisine.
4: <laughs> Aaron, you have ten more wisdom than me.
0: How is that I possible? Forgot, I forgot. Grix's wisdom is so low.
2: How is that
0: sometimes you possible? roll bad, even on forty-six drop low? Um. All right. So as you all are kind of doing well, a little... Well, it's better
4: than my constitution.
2: Oh. Oh God. <laughs> When do we get to level up again? We we just we need him to we need him to stay around and live, and he's never gonna do that with such low stats.
0: But I'm already working on selecting what like minor
1: key song I'm gonna play in Greg's
2: Please, <laughs> I mean, 4d6 me like,
1: drop low sounds like a Foster the People song, so it's gotta be it's
2: gotta be like a ukulele cover of Alleluia. I love it.
0: Oh, I hate it. <laughs>
4: Oh, Grix needs to learn to play the ukulele.
0: Grix would absolutely play the ukulele. Uh, as you're all piled <laughs> it's up, that's
4: about all he can hold.
2: Mm-hmm. He can hold a mandolin, um, like it's a you know one of those big like flamenco guitars. But I only have the one <laughs> actual working hand.
4: That's fine. It's strong. So
1: I, I have to strum. Oh, that's true. Uh, you even a uke requires that you have like another hand to pinch the the neck with. Oh,
4: no. Well, I pinch the neck with the, the good with hand. With the dexterous hand, yeah. And
1: then I oh, strum with the. Oh, right. The hook. Yeah. So, like, your shoulder and back muscles are getting the workout, and you're just kind of yeah. flopping on that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the arm locks in place pretty well, so I imagine you'd figure it out a nice particular motion. Um,
4: I bounce my knee a lot.
2: Yeah. yeah too. Good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> mm
0: hmm. Um, you all are kind of. Gathered just outside the door. You can see people that are clearing out either direction. Esmeralda comes out the front. Is doing her very best to balance what looks like a rather enormous box full of food. While trying to also lock the door. And I think Vons is probably toward the back and just goes, hold this. (laughs) Hands you like a 20 pound box of food. (laughs) Locks the door.
2: I'll carry the box of food, I don't care. Yeah, yeah yeah, I'll carry the box of food.
1: I mean so long as you're still in range for Vaughns to be like grabbing out of it and snacking on it as people are filing out the door.
2: I will hit you in the head with the box if you don't <laughs> be careful.
0: So Esmeralda was the last person out the door and is locking it and says that um I made this name so now I have to pronounce it. That kiki insisted yeah, on
1: you did this to you yeah i did um
0: <laughs> is you know saying to fotios quickly followed by everyone that the cook insisted that they take all the food that was ready also hey fotios hi Alpita. um fotios can i be at your place tonight <laughs> and fotios just says sure so you're now all walking the same direction. <laughs> um,
2: what did you say that the uh, the cook's name is? Can you spell it for me?
0: Sure. Um, That's easier. Yeah, actually. It is uh, K-I-K-T-apostrophe-K-I-apostrophe-K-I.
1: Does he have a last name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> say, they and not no, that they. anyone has mentioned. Um, I mean, yeah, you can kind of listen, it, but I meant to be more pronounced like.
1: <laughs> Sounds like an onomatopoeia of what they sound like eating.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say that now makes two non human names you have learned. I look forward to fucking them up the moment they come up in the future. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so you are all headed to basically combination ish Curiosity Photos chunk of rooms that happen to have a public hallway between them. Well, semi-public. Yeah, uh, also the kid seems to have calmed down, but also seems like she is now just being shy. (laughs)
4: Hey, uh, my name's Grix. What's your name?
0: Oh, um, Alpida. Alpida? Just so I can pronounce it clearly for all of you, Alpida, E-L-P-I-D-A.
2: Alpita.
4: Ah, oh, that's a that's a pretty name. Thanks. I uh, yeah. So uh what what do you do? Got a job yet? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and wealthy sighs really loudly.
1: <laughs> hey, we cannot be judging Kobold tradition here. I imagine their yeah. kids work as soon as they can lift a hammer.
4: Oh, she's older than I am. Also that.
1: How old is Griggs?
4: Seven?
0: Oh. Forgot that. Um yeah, so uh <laughs> I-, I go to school.
4: Oh. Cool.
1: Yeah. I, I like it okay. That's good. Uh, uh, what what do you do?
4: No, I'm a mechanic. School's good. School school. Learn uh good trade.
2: Um uh, Yeah. I like make eye contact with photos. Just, like, adorable eye contact. Like, this is the most wholesome conversation, isn't it?
4: <laughs> I think Rix actually likes kids a lot.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
4: Wants to, like, they're on his level in a lot of ways. Yeah. And they trust him, I think, that way. He's also, you know, slightly furry.
1: Resembles a puppy a little.
0: Um, Yeah, I think Fodio's kind of looks amused at this conversation <laughs> and also is presumably happy that Elpita is no longer, you know, crying. <laughs> um,
1: that was my goal. Yeah. I am charmed by a character whose primary concern at any moment is to keep a kid from crying.
0: So, hey we can way right through the street. Um yeah, I think you kind of get to the apartment block without issue. There's some guards patrolling already that are like, you know, are you going somewhere safe, but between all of you, someone who is not you, so we don't need to roleplay this, explains that you're going to an apartment and, you know, getting locked up. <laughs> well, not getting locked up, but locking yourselves up in a safe way. Um, but, all right. So, yeah, you make it to the apartment block. It is kind of a lot like the apartment that you apartment building that you broke into um, to go down and find Zykra and Klitz the other day. Kind of has a main door, some stairs up, um, a longer hallway running back. And at the end, there's a door on the left and door on the right. And those are Curiosities and Fotios' apartments, respectively. Esmeralda actually ducks into... There's kind of a door under the stairs. And explains that she'll be right up and ducks in there real quick. And unlocks it with a key, so presumably has some sort of claim to it
1: at least somebody here owns a key (laughs) rest of us are just breaking it'll be fine
0: (laughs) i said it resembled the building you broke into the people you are with have keys although the front door isn't locked
1: oh that's Uh fine that won't stop us from breaking into additional units it's all fine
0: (laughs) you hear people people are home
1: then i guess we knock
0: no. no
1: and then Saying there's people in the
0: other <laughs> apartments, so you I'm can't gonna just gonna break Vons and take their that.
2: shit <laughs> I'm gonna keep crowd in mind, him Vons. out from letting him do that
0: keep in mind Vons the person the girl you're <laughs> dating who is also a knight and part of a knightly order is right there and probably
1: doesn't dig robbery
0: of random people <laughs> if you had to guess Based on the night part.
1: Who said robbery? I just want to pick some locks. It sounds fun.
0: <laughs> Don't mind, dude. I'm just picking your front door lock. You can't <laughs> pick locks. You can't trick me.
1: What's all this dexterity for?
4: That's what they have acid for.
0: If you find someone to train you in picking locks, given that no one in the party knows how to, I will let you learn. I there are lots of things locks. you can learn from people.
2: <laughs> just some wholesome lock pickin'.
0: I thought you only did traps.
2: No, I guess I don't. I'm more of the. I'm more of the, like, disappearing and then killing someone kind of a person.
0: Gonna say, you're even better than rogues at stabbing people, because your sneak attack, back attack thing
2: has a high chance of just killing them. High chance of (laughs) insta kill.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, if, uh, if a fox who likes to just nab ingredients and make various goop uh, isn't great at picking locks. It's obviously an oversight. We will adjust that at the earliest opportunity.
0: But all right. So you make it to these apartments.
2: Congratulations. We've just spent an hour doing 20 minutes worth of stuff.
1: Hey, it takes about an hour to get out of some clubs. You've been to Seattle. And you had to walk
0: through the streets. And also, things happen. So, uh, but yeah,
1: you have made it into...
0: I'm going to say you all start in Fotios's apartment. Curiosity explains that his apartment's pretty small. So, if you're all going to be together for any length of time, apartment apartment's probably better. That said, he will leave the door unlocked and partway open if people want extra space. Because it's going to be crowded in here.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: There are so many of you. Is
4: it like a... A U shape, like the, the cul-de-sac of a hallway?
3: Um,
0: yeah, like you're at... The, like,
4: does the hallway extend past their no, buildings? No, they're, 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 they're the last two doors. Okay, yeah.
0: They're kind of just going <laughs> to make this whole space one space for now. Um, but yeah, so you make it into Fotios's apartment. It is... To everyone in this party, these feels like really tall ceilings. In reality, they're probably about nine feet which is higher than normal, but not super high, all things considered. But the tallest of you, that's, like, double your height, so...
1: Oh, yeah, that's enough for uh, Wealthy and Grix and I to do, like, three people in a trench coat and totally get away with it.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, so everyone...
2: It's convincing. family definitely has ceilings this high.
0: Your family has fucking, like... You know balcony walkway things going around the upper floor perimeters of larger rooms, yeah, could it say basically, just imagine a modern mansion, and that's more or less what your family has, yeah, although it may not appear that way from the outside, yeah, um, just because of dimensions, so yeah, um, you all make it in there is a shit ton of people. it is a pretty modest apartment, all things considered um. You very quickly get oriented about like Elfida's bedroom, don't go in there. My bedroom, don't ask. Bathroom, main room, kitchen. Um, otherwise it's a pretty modest place. It has your standard hearth with its firestone in it. There are not a lot of open fires in your enclosed city with a very limited wood supply. Um, kind of a couch, couple of chairs, a lot of kind of stone furniture <laughs> because again that's kind of what you have the most of um small kind of galley kitchen off one of their things and like a four-person table so people are kind of setting up on the floor (laughs) doing the overcrowded college apartment sitting around and drinking
2: i'm like where should i put the giant box of food
1: i just Oh over Table? over here. Kitchen? It'll be fine. Nope. I'll live in this.
2: What's that Potios?
1: <laughs> uh, kitchen, I guess.
2: Okay. I just like put it on the counter. I kind of like yeah. poke around see what's like in there.
0: <laughs> All right. Um it's a small ass kitchen. It has another one of these Oh like no, I was enchanting. asking oh. like poke Oh, poke in around. the food what's thing in the
2: box. Yeah. What's in the um, box? yeah, so
0: So you find a bunch of not really the same because there's not going to be wheat flour among other differences, but basically like a pile of like two dozen empanadas uh, or the rough equivalent thereof. A couple of like boxes of kind of some dessert looking thing and uh, one order of nachos that didn't exist before and will never exist again.
2: <laughs> I.
0: It has a note on it. Read the note. i going to say, it's just, it's not hidden or anything. It just says, I can make nachos fuck you.
2: <laughs> I. <laughs> I can make nachos. Yikes. Yeah, I see mantas. Vons she nabs
1: don't them, don't them don't out of your don't. hand and says, No, Thank you. no. Vons hangs from your arm and.
2: I take the nachos, <laughs> and I immediately offer them to Elpita. I'm like, "Hey, sweetie, you want some nachos?"
1: Vons gives a defeated sag of just <laughs> everything. Can't take nachos from yeah, a nine-year-old. <laughs> what's the protein on those?
2: Uh, looks like bird. Mm. I don't know, bird
0: (laughs) It's probably chickens
2: Well, I don't (laughs) (laughs) want to, you know, assume that there are chickens
0: Oh, yeah, yeah I'm saying that you have a high percentage chance of being right If you were to say chicken, you are also absolutely right to not assume that
1: Could be Um, really small ostrich, we don't know (laughs) Pigeon Yeah, squab Yeah, um uh yeah.
0: Well, she kind of looks at her dad, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." And, you know, she's down for it. Um, I think he actually like sits her down at the table now because they're home. He is not going to keep carrying her. <laughs> so, yes, there is a small child digging in. Um, I turned also as you. I oh, go ahead. I turned to uh,
2: Vons, and I'm like, "That's for selling me a fucking shitty ass uh, potion today." <laughs>
1: Yeah, Vons is just going to cross his arms for a second and then kind of throw up his hands, like, fine, fine. Sorry about your bad roll on the potion. You. Wanders off into the crowd. At this point, realizing that all. all not very he far did, to wander. <laughs> right? All he did was just like. Sw- scoop up a bunch of food for the group and fine. It's it's communal good, but he's a little annoyed by it. But just a little.
0: He did not offer the food to the group yet. It could all be in your pocket for all I care.
1: Nah, Vons is not going to be a jerk when it comes to taking care of the proletariat. <laughs>
0: Shares on the table. Alright. Um, so I think Esmeralda sees that you came out with the nachos. And kind of goes into the kitchen. You hear some rustling around. Comes back out and kind of comes over to Ericene and goes, you missed the best stuff. And is holding what looks an awful lot like one, just kind of large, unlabeled bottle of what you're guessing is a very strong alcohol. And the other one of which is, as she explains, I found this in the back. It's a demijohn of Rouladrin.
2: <laughs> <gasps> Ericene, like, claps and like jumps up and down a little bit like you found some
3: <laughs> yeah
2: that's gonna make this lockdown so fun maybe and then i like, everyone
1: has to uh shield their eyes from ericene's beaming
2: <laughs> i do like immediately like sort of get serious and like uh a little frowny and i'm like I like, I like turn to Photios and I'm like, I mean, but like, is it a, I don't want to be like a bad influence or anything. And as much as I've talked about this stuff, I've- I haven't actually had a full drink of it. So I don't want to like embarrass myself. Hey, how do you feel about having relatch around your Kid?
1: Are we sure you haven't had a full drink of it? I feel like no, uh, I actually wealthy legit and... have
2: not had a full drink of it. I had a taste of it and then I gave my shot of it to you.
1: Yeah. Oh, right.
2: Erisine
0: took it like in a to go cup and then. Gave it to Vons to test, basically.
1: Yeah, that it... was still enough to get you a little uh, elevated, if I recall.
2: Yeah, I think it for made a me seconds. a little euphoric for maybe, like, a minute.
0: Yeah. And Saber doesn't have a long half-life, for lack of a better word. Although you've never drank a ton of it, so you don't know for sure. Because um, it
1: is alcoholic. As in effective half-life, or does it, uh, like...
0: just? Not the best term, but basically there's the amount of effect it has on you, it wears off pretty quickly. Sure. It's, yeah. it's
2: like a plateauy one. It's like yeah, it, it makes you sense. go up, you feel it, and then you go back down. It's like a box wave. Yeah. And the 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 follow that I had didn't really have that much of an
3: effect on me. Yeah,
0: I think you didn't drink very much if I remember right.
1: Not that a halfling is the best example of really testing any kind of uh <laughs> i mean all the numbers <laughs> so are thrown with halflings right i have to assume that uh, halflings have particularly effective livers or something because
0: yeah there's also at least if we're counting half elf or half gnome separately there's at least eight different race species in this room Species races. Sure. Someday I'll finally decide (laughs) what term I'm going (laughs) to use, because I hate that D&D uses the term race for that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so...
1: Breed. Because there should be races within species, if race exists as a thing at all.
0: Yeah, it tends to turn the various groups in the cultural monoliths. This doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um,
0: Like, implicitly. Uh, Turns them into that. But, yeah, so... um there's a wide variety of constitutions in this room so who fucking knows what would happen um yeah but i mean not
4: just constitutions too but like the metabolisms like
0: that's what i meant basically yeah like different parts of kind of starting assumed alcohol tolerance and then on from there but yeah so you are all here and i'm gonna say that people kind of
2: i did ask if yeah it's what, so- was,
0: what was the actual question because you kind of said will i be a bad influence and then said some other stuff and i'm not sure there was an actual like question question at the end there it sounded kind of like ericene was suddenly getting introspective
2: <laughs> um the question ultimately was like is it okay to drink rouladrin around your kid also is that your kid <laughs> we have literally had no moment to have any kind of discussion
1: since this quickly turned from eracine's yeah this quickly turned from eracine's concern for youth to uh, eracine trying to figure out exactly how like how many exes she has to deal with with photios
2: no no it's more like um This is a massive clash of, uh, like, cultures that she is associated with, and she does not know what to do. (laughs) There's this guy she likes, suddenly she knows he has a kid, suddenly she's in his apartment with him and his kid, and literally the other nine people that she knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, at this point I'm going to say <laughs> Alpida is part of some other conversation and or just eating food because I don't want to put her and photos in the same conversation every time forever. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah, she's my daughter.
2: Cool. <laughs> this, expl- this explains you know, the thing that you didn't want to tell me earlier, but I get it. I,
0: I kind of figured it was a third date thing.
2: Sure. Well, turns out this is gonna, you know, just be a little accelerated because I'm in your house now. So there's that.
0: Don't get me wrong. It's a good thing. This this night just became a lot more complicated.
2: Is Is that really a
1: third date thing? Should I not be putting my, like parenthood on my dating profile is that what I'm learning now it depends
2: on what you're looking on what you're looking for
0: he just goes yeah this. any of you see any of the messenger rats on our way in here because <laughs> uh she's not supposed to be here right now she's supposed to be with her mom and so I should let her mom know that she's here because otherwise she's gonna freak out <laughs> I mean, justifiably so. Well, uh, I'll
4: go scrap a rat for you.
0: Thanks. You find a rat literally outside the apartment complex's door. <laughs> Looking up and down the street, you see a lot of rats waiting outside the doors of various buildings.
1: <laughs> oh, man. And I'm just picturing rats with, like, little rolled-up notes tied to them, um, knocking on doors.
0: They got little leather backpacks, my friend.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so cute!
0: Yeah. They even have, like, tiny little pens and slips of paper if you do not have your own. <laughs> ah!
2: <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, ask, before Grix disappears, I'm gonna be like, Hey, can you get one for me, too? Um, I should probably... <sighs> yeah. Could you could you get one for me, too?
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I imagine just about everyone will want a messenger rat. I also imagine that they're in short supply right now. But, yeah, I'll see what I can find. Cool, thanks.
0: Yeah, um, the rat indicates that it is more than willing to go back with you to the place as soon as you start explaining that you have multiple people that need uh, its services.
4: Uh, oh, sure, that's fair. One rat can do multiple jobs. That's fair. Yes,
0: so it just kind of okay. scampers up your leg and onto your shoulder. And... Sure. <laughs> it's going to do a lot are of reading Are there private
4: later. messenger rats? Probably. there aren't. I
0: think for a lot of like secure stuff, it still goes through messengers that can respond (laughs) oh sure um yeah yeah because like the rats aren't the rats are really good at their jobs but i think that kind of if discretion is absolutely needed there there are rats that will do that specifically and you pay extra um just so like they will be a direct line they will not get anyone else's messages they will make sure like they don't stop for anything that kind of stuff but um There's probably private messenger rats, but they sort of operate themselves, as far as any of you can tell.
4: Okay, that was the question. So the rats themselves are are sentient, and they are their own business.
0: As far as anyone can tell, yes, they appear to understand spoken speech in pretty much every language anyone's ever thrown at them. They do not appear to have a central location, because presumably someone would have seen it by now. And there is no indication that you're like... (laughs) You know, Wait a going second. to
2: <laughs> no way. No, big... we can't get sidetracked.
4: No, I have a lot no of way. questions. No, but well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh keep no, going. this does going.
1: raise questions. But I'm suddenly realizing this that raises so many questions. They're, they're like the doozers of this rock. That's just fine. They they do their own shit, and us fraggles, we just watch it happen.
0: If you eventually meet, <laughs> I think his name was Tamir, the guy who knows the history of the city in terms of like urban planning he probably has a good answer
2: yes yes let's do that let's wait until we can have a pc an npc tell us what this means
1: sure best
4: side mission ever
2: best side mission ever i'm
4: so excited i figured that's
2: just
0: going to be an episode at some point
4: (laughs) okay carry carry on carry on so
0: yeah so you, you get back there's a rat um Wealthy and Vons, what have you been doing? Besides Vaughn's being like, I can't steal food from a child.
1: Yeah, he's a little bit pouty, <laughs> I, I'm but... I'm pretty uh, sure I can't
0: steal food from a child.
1: <laughs> I guess he's just kind of drooling over them nachos, thinking like, well... Shit, how am I going to get that place to make me another batch? That's not going to happen. I, what the hell? Like, did they make these tortillas? What? What's the deal with this? <laughs>
0: The weird thing is, between when you lied about nachos and when everyone left was probably a minute or less.
3: Wealthy fell asleep on the couch. (laughs) Yeah, that explains why she's been so quiet. (laughs) She had a long night. Like I said, she's going to regret it in the morning.
1: She's had a long night. (laughs) Yeah. Vons is going to stop pouting, and he's going to bring some of his little first aid medication, and he's just going to like sneak a little bit of that on, it, like into wealthy, just kind of like making her sip it a little <laughs> bit. Shh. Poor thing's going to have quite the hangover.
2: Are first aid potions good for hangovers?
1: Dude, if ibuprofen can handle a hangover, then I'm sure that a first aid vial is probably going to do just fine. It's magic. I was say,
0: it, it probably alleviates some of the symptoms. It does not cure them. And I think Bonds also explicitly like makes... Painkillers and other stuff that doesn't rate a spell. Um, and you'd have those on you pretty much all the time, I think.
1: Yeah. The
4: -the over-the-counter stuff.
0: I assume you explain to the people that are sitting (laughs) with wealthy (laughs) that you're not just you know poisoning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah it's it's been a long night it's cool it's cool.
0: Um yeah uh, who wants to send rats besides Photius?
2: I do. Who are you sending it to? Um, Ericene is going to, uh, send a rat to her grandmother. Just saying, hi, Gram-Gram, um, Tilia and Jasper and I, uh, got caught in the Warrens, but we're, uh... In one of the public bunkers. Um. I. I'm okay. Nothing's wrong. Don't worry. <laughs> I won't get pregnant. <laughs> and then I put like. Uh. Three like concentric hearts. Uh. Alright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't that help was... but notice that you sent that to your gram instead of your parents uh yeah is there a reason you sent it to your grandma instead of your mom this sounds like exposition worth hearing
2: because my mom won't care where i ended up and my I mean, she'll care but like she wouldn't
0: be upset that you got
1: stuck somewhere
2: she'll be like
1: Kind of judgy about
2: She'll, it. No, no, no. My mom is My mom is too much of an airhead to be judgmental. Um Ah uh. No, my my mom would be like Oh no, I hope she's okay. Whereas my grandmother would be like As long as she doesn't get pregnant. <laughs> she better not She better not end up She better not end up like her like her mother.
1: <laughs> With like a half Minotaur baby. Ugh
0: it's actually get real complicated at that point (laughs) so let's see quarter elf quarter minotaur no never mind well a minotaur
4: is half human half bull
0: kind of i consider minotaurs their own thing
4: sure
2: quarter human quarter elf half minotaur
0: half minotaur
1: or, or. Yeah,
0: breaking
2: down from half the hard, that's it. Like, the cutest fucking eyes you've ever seen. <laughs> Highest charisma score we've ever seen. <laughs> so, ca- so charismatic. It's true. Like, one inch long horns. Yeah. Aw. Ears that just, like, barely, like, come to a point sure. before they, like, flop a little bit.
1: I kind of want a puppy like that.
2: Sorry, please go on, anyone else who wants to talk. (laughs) I'm just going to sit here and wait three months for the fan art.
1: (laughs) So if minotaurs are half bull, half human, and you're half human, half elf, do you count the human as like a whole half human, and then you're like quarter elf, quarter bull? or
2: No, minotaurs are their own thing.
0: That particular part of the Greek myth has been dropped. Mythologically,
2: (laughs) yes. You are correct. But fantasy? No. Minotaurs are their own thing in fantasy.
1: And I assume that the whole eating people thing is like off the table here, too. This guy doesn't sound that much bigger than people.
0: Yeah, you don't look in the corner and see that, you know, he's been eating Alvin this whole time. <laughs> as amusing as I apparently find that concept. He's the well, sweetest person you met. Also, we just casually eat.
1: <laughs> Casually eating people becomes a different thing when your daughter is half-human.
2: Has Jasper disappeared?
0: No, Jasper's here. Um, I think Tilia is sitting between the two of them, kind of leaning, you know, sitting on the floor back against the wall (laughs) and is, like, clearly trying to get them to talk to each other and they are just each talking to her in turn. Or at least that's what Jasper's doing.
1: (laughs)
2: Oh no. <laughs> um I'm going to make eye contact with Tilia and just like make like a a writing motion with like a question in my eyes. Like do you want to write to anyone?
0: She she just gets up and goes over to you. I I can't pass notes to you when you're like across the entire room. <laughs>
2: No, no, no. I meant, like, do you want to, like, rat your family or anything? That's it.
1: Oh. No, I'm good.
2: (laughs) Okay. They don't care. I mean, obviously, Grand Grand cares.
0: Did you, like, tell her you're not going to get pregnant in this message, too? I know that's been kind of your go-to.
2: She, like, always... Wants to know, like, who I slept with on lockdown. So, like. (sighs) You know. It's been, like, it's been, like, 40 years. Of the same thing on lockdown. Like, I just.
0: Your grandma's, like, super weird. You know that, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'll never stop hearing about it if I don't say it. This is funny
1: because at 40, I feel like a lot of women are hearing comments from their grandparents about why they haven't had babies yet.
2: My grandparents think I'm like 16.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I believe it's established that Erisene's grandparents don't really get the half elf aging process.
1: And for that matter, I was going to ask earlier, like is, uh, the elven, uh, uh, cycle or something just slowed down in some way that like limits their ability to have children because with that many years as a young elf you could have hundreds of babies but they I don't I mean
2: you could I've always just thought of it as like you know when you have all the time in the world why would you like why would you not spend as much time raising each child as you could
1: Sure, sure. Just, like, quality over quantity kind of situation.
0: What does Wealthy think about elf procreation? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Wealthy, tell us about elf
1: procreation.
3: Elfie, wealthy, has, wealthy has really no interest in procreation. Really? None?
1: Is there, like, an elf Kama Sutra that you keep on your shelf or anything?
3: Well, Wealthy has no interest in being maternal... She doesn't think about children. She just honestly doesn't... It doesn't... Nope. Her mother talks about it, and she's just like, it just rolls off her back. I know
0: your parents didn't think the wizard thing was going to work out. Are they also the, like, you should settle down and have a family, parents?
3: They are totally... When are you going to settle down? They're probably going to send me a rat asking me whether or not I've met a nice boy. A nice halfling boy. Did you meet a nice halfling boy while you were in lockdown?
0: There's no other halflings in this room, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm going to have to disappoint yeah, them one more time.
1: Yeah, like expectation that she doesn't feel like fulfilling. Yeah. Yep. Hmm.
0: But, but all right. R- notes are written. Rats are sent. In the last little bit of what's going to be this episode... Is there anything in particular that anyone wants to do? Because if not, we can wrap it and get to the part where everyone parties in irresponsible ways next time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Oh, it gets irresponsible, does it? Well, we have a full. Esmeralda
0: literally was just like, here's an enormous bottle of, like, vodka plus Ruladrin.
4: Let's all get fucked up.
1: Right.
4: Uh. Three to ten gallons, I looked up what a Demijohn is, exactly. How many is it? Three to ten.
0: Okay, this is the smaller It's actually
4: a variable size, apparently. Yeah, this
0: is the smallest kind.
4: Still, three gallons of vodka is a lot of vodka.
1: I think that uh, reading the room, uh, Vaughn's is just going to just start passing out whatever food he managed to scavenge, and... uh, Make sure everybody knows it was him,' yeah, he, yeah, he's got that kind of ego
0: um.
1: <laughs> he he's nice, he's just and yeah he's he's got these character flaws that that's gonna be what he does, I'm sure of it, in fact, for that matter, I'm sure that like uh even when he's like giving first aid medication to wealthy as she's passing out slowly. Even then, he's slipping her his card. <gasps> yeah.
0: Did you enjoy this slightly better hangover? Yeah.
2: I'll be outside the BR tells after if lockdown. If you're looking for end. more hangover medication, hit me up.
0: As you're passing out food, uh, you feel a tug on the back of your cloak. A tug that stops you from moving forward. <laughs> As Alara goes and like kneels down on 1D next to you. Hey, idiot!
1: It's been a while since anybody's called me idiot.
0: She rolls her eyes so harsh. <laughs> Remember Green, that person you like, who has been right over there for I don't know the last hour.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. She's cute, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting her. I, I don't, I don't have my stink on. I wasn't ready.
0: Dude, slick your fucking fur down and get over there. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, so I guess Vons is gonna, like, reach into the box and find the best piece of leftovers he can and uh, maybe lick a paw and pat down his cowlick (laughs) because you always have one when you've got a hood, you know? All
0: right. Vons is ready.
1: And then, yeah, he's gonna just kind of like, humbly scooch over in her direction with, I don't know, some kind of sandwich? Whatever's in that box? The, the tastiest looking thing you could find?
0: From the stuff you scavenged or the box of food that was actually given to you all? <laughs>
1: um, from either, really. If, if something right. I scavenged looks better, sure. Hopefully she didn't order it. That'd be awkward.
0: <laughs> I think in the stuff you swiped You found a One of what was probably a set of tarts But like a miniature strawberry tart among everything else
1: Oh, tarts are kind of our thing If I recall from that first date That was a while ago
0: Strawberries were in there for sure Pastries were in there for sure I don't remember if it was actually a tart
1: I don't remember it may have been a Danish If Denmark is a thing in this Yeah, I'm just going to go over and very humbly just like, hey, I really liked our date and I wasn't ready for another, but maybe you'd like a nibble? Oh, hi.
0: Uh, Yeah, sure. Ooh, strawberries. Nibble, nibble. Yeah, I mean, it's not that big a city, but yeah, I get it. Second date, sir confusing and we weren't exactly planning on one until like next week and is this really a date i'm not sure but well yeah. I, I get it
1: I, I i i totally get that but then he does kind of like the arms halfway out in like a general hugging motion recognizing the slight awkwardness of the situation
0: was every vaughn's date every internet date i've ever been
1: <laughs> right
0: you get a slightly awkward hug
1: Which Vaughn's lingers on just a little bit to show an amount of sincere affection and all that.
0: Um, Uh, Yeah. So, what do you think we should do? Looks like Esmeralda has a bunch of alcohol.
1: So long as everybody here's okay, I've got a friend who's passed out over that way, and I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not just going to leave her. So, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, we're all kind of stuck here. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, this is a better place to be stuck. Well, it's, a, it's a good yes. time
1: for a uh, a building party, I suppose, but uh, I don't plan on leaving this room. So, Or apartment? What do you call these? It's a dwelling of some variety, I'm sure. Yeah, apartment, sure.
0: It's a set of rooms that are rented.
1: <laughs> well, if there's more than one of them, that's nice. Um...
2: um. I'm actually going to uh, suggest that we move uh, wealthy (laughs) over into curiosity's room and that curiosity and, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to bully Jasper into going and sitting in there with her, with his notebook, which I know he brought and brooding if he's just going to be a dick.
1: I'm All right, I'll get the state. ankles. You get the wrists.
2: No, it's fine. <laughs> I can lift her myself. Don't help.
1: Looks <laughs> <laughs> so, his eyes at the tall
2: people. This yeah. is what this is what it looks like. So like remember Arisene still like decked out in her like club wear with her like, you know, long uh ponytail and she's wearing those like high heel gladiator uh sandals. She's still wearing those, and she just like lifts Wealthy up and carries her (laughs) into Curiosity's room. Oh my
3: heart!
1: (laughs) Probably just by with one arm by the by the vest or whatever Wealthy is wearing. And under these circumstances, what is what is Wealthy's going out wardrobe? What is that? No, no, I bridal
2: carry her. It's
3: yeah. Wealthy's going out wardrobe is a white silk shirt. Kind of peasant blousey with a um, brown velvet uh, close-fitting, close-fit uh, vest with gold and red and green embroidery up the front and up, up the front, and a um, green cotton twilly kind of uh, long skirt down in the middle of my uh, uh, calves. And then I wear these kind of spat-like things to cover my legs, but but keep my feet open. So they're, they're these leather, really cool leather boot-looking things, but they only like, cover my calves, not my feet.
1: Right, because you like to go running with yeah. your bare feet.
0: Yeah. All right. How does Erisene go about bullying Jasper into this? I'm like... Because right now you're just picking up uh, a <laughs> wealthy and leaving, which...
2: Uh, I'm like, Jasper, come here. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Jasper's one of those people that kind of, when he stands up, sort of unfolds. Oh,
2: uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> Especially from sitting on the floor. <laughs> um, uh, what What's going on?
2: I'm like... Uh, so, like, wealthy's obviously very, uh, you know, passed out and shit, so I was hoping, um, you know, you could do me a solid and, um, take care of her while, um, I go, you know, hang out with <laughs> my dude that I like. <laughs> and I know that you know that you owe me. And I, like, stare at him in very intensely.
1: Uh.
0: fine don't get me wrong you're kind of glad your friend passed out she was seemed like she was having a hard night
2: yeah like what happened no one will tell me
0: and ericene will get her answer on the next episode
2: (laughs) (laughs) primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our dank memes. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Wit. Thanks, Wit. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. I love how you keep like chaining the same cliffhanger like over and over. You did this with <laughs> Nara too?
3: And
0: yeah, Nara fucking climbs in the window, <laughs> like cliffhanger, then leaves again. <laughs> no, I briefly considered her having the being this building's landlord, but I couldn't make it work in my head.